0: Welcome to Equip Tools for Navigating
1: Real Life. Welcome to this week's Equip Podcast by Arise Ministries. I'm Kim Heineke along with Pam Cannely, co-founder of Arise Ministries. Hi Pam. Hi Kim. We are going to be chatting with Carrie Aller today, and you're going to enjoy her as we have. Thanks for joining us, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to have you. You know, with our Rise podcast, our goal is always to provide you with tools for navigating real life. If you're new to the podcast or if you've been with us for a while, we're glad you're here. Let me ask you a question. How many of you would admit to being a control addict? Someone who gets a real buzz from controlling and manipulating all kinds of circumstances, finances, jobs, people that probably stepped on some toes there, we are going to discuss how to let go of things we can't control. So I'm glad that you're with us. As I mentioned, our guest is Carrie Aller. Carrie is a wife, a mom, a speaker, an author, a songwriter, and an actress. She has her own podcast. She's got about several books out. I'll let her tell us about those. She loves to encourage people through authenticity and humor. Carrie is the founder of Women Becoming Ministries and the founder of the Awaken Me Girlfriends Conference. She's been in ministry for over 14 years and has loved every minute of it. So, Carrie, we're excited to have you in our studio today. Well, I'm so excited. You girls are so much fun. Well, (laughs) we're a little unpredictable. I think that's what you mean. Yes, okay. (laughs) So tell us
2: anything else that you want our audience to know about you before we get started. Yeah, I'd love for you all to check out... um, my ministry is Women Becoming Ministries, and we just really have a heart to equip women uh, to pursue the calling on their life. And then we have a conference called the Awake Me Girlfriends Conference, and it's a multiracial conference that we do. And we just really want to bring the body of Christ together and make women understand that we can be awakened to the call on our lives, that we all have a purpose, that The Lord has wonderful plans for each of us, no matter where we come from, what our financial status is, or what our past has been. God can use us. That's good. That sounds exciting. How long has that been going on? Since
1: 2012. Okay, so a good long while. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. So our topic today is based on one of Carrie's books, and it is called Letting Go of What I Can't Control. Does anybody? <laughs> I know it. and You feel it. Like does anybody but me sing that song in your head? Sure. I yeah. have. I have four boys. I'm going to be real honest. I haven't even seen Frozen. Yeah. I haven't even seen sure. the it movie. Sure, it would drive you crazy. Yeah. Sure. It w- I don't even like kid movies. When I take my kids to the movies, I stream Netflix. Okay. Um, under my coat, I watch The Good Doctor, and I cannot. I cannot watch like I can't watch the animated films. Anyway. Back to your book. <laughs> but yeah, when I, when I read that, what are some things, you know, like letting go of what I can't control, the song, Just Let It Go, was mm-hmm. in my head. So <laughs> let, let, let's just start here. Carrie and Pam, think about some things that we can't control. Let's just list a few things out. You want to go first?
2: I cannot control the fact that chocolate is so good, but it makes my <laughs> pant sizes go bigger. <laughs> right? I, know,
0: I love that. I mean, so, right? so practical. I yes. know they make bigger pants. I know. Th- that's I just right. don't want to buy them. No, we just we'll <laughs> just squeeze in the ones we have. Right. Yes.
1: So chocolate, I cannot control that. That's yes. <laughs> That's a serious one. I know it. We're laughing. That's the real story. It
0: is. But you know what? We also, as much as we'd like to control our children's choices, we can train them, we can teach them, we can pray with them. You know, God gives them a will, and I know you're going to talk about that, that uh, we can't control what they choose.
1: Yes, that's good. You know, uh,
0: we we just can't control that. Ultimately, they go off by themselves. They're going to choose. But That's a stinger for moms. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're going to talk about that in today's Mm -hmm. podcast. I'm sure the moms are anxious to hear about that.
2: Yeah, that's good. Anything else that we can't control? We can't control death. We can't control sickness. We can't control people's choices. Like there's so Mm -hmm. many things we just can't control. Yeah,
1: that's good. Sometimes uh, we can't control what other people do to us, Mm -hmm. can't control other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people's words. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. That's good. A lot of things that we can't control. A lot of things that we try to control. I mean, I ask, you know, in the very beginning, how many of you are addicted to control? I would, I would, I would raise my hand for that. I'm Mm -hmm. not proud of that, but yeah, I, I have long been addicted to my desire to. Weave everything together and control it. Sure. To make you
0: feel better. It's simply to make you feel successful and make you feel better. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to face the pain. You know, we can't control our past, even though that's behind us, Mm -hmm. but so many are hung up in their past and wanting to you know, wanting it to work for their benefit, but they're hung up somewhere in the past and so that's That's another one too. Mm -hmm.
1: So let's do this, Carrie. In your book you list out several different things that we can't control. And then you kind of break that down a little bit. You do some teaching on it, and then you you give some some focus verses, and then you also have a place to journal and some reflection questions um, in each of these chapters. So I would like to take just a couple of the topics and let you talk about them, and, um, and then Pam and I'll just kind of join in a little bit and we'll we'll talk a little bit. So let's start with this, God's timing and ways. We can't control God's timing or
2: God's ways.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
2: a big one. Oh, yeah. There's been so many times in my life where I got so frustrated with the Lord for not working in my timing. Mm -hmm. And uh, before I started really digging in and writing books, you know, I got so frustrated. I remember one morning I went and met my mom at Jimmy's Egg. That's her favorite place to go eat. Uh And she had a smile on her face, and I turned the corner, and she automatically went from a smile to a like a concerned look and I plopped down in the booth and I looked at her and I said, mom, God doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) And then I said, and he's not working fast enough. And my mom said, oh, dear Jesus, like she turned (laughs) sideways and she looked up and she said, Lord, give me the words to say to my daughter right now. And she turned back around and she looked at me and I knew the Holy Spirit was on her. And I was like, oh, no. And she said, first of all, you need to stop having wishbone and you need to start having some backbone. What are you doing to pursue what you feel like God's wanting you to do? You can't just sit on the couch and it it won't just happen that way. And I was like, oh, okay." (laughs) And so, but, you know, we have to. We get so frustrated because we feel like God's not working in our timing. But sometimes God allows those delays because we're not ready for what he has for us yet. He has to mold us and get us to go through different obstacles Mm -hmm. to refine the impurities in us so that we are able um, and equipped for the task at hand. That's really
1: good. Look, I'm taking notes feverishly. There's know, things I want to remember about that. You know,
0: it's, it's in those times that we want God to act the most that is so purposeful for us because there's a lesson in it for us. And we, we find gre- God's greatest lessons to us where we're truly transformed to the image of Christ when we get to the place that we can't do one thing about it. We're finally at the bottom. And so, you know, if, if you're praying for something, you're praying, 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 it's not happening and you're starting to get frustrated about it. You just realize that God's timing is best and there's a lesson in it for you and he cannot take you to the next step what he wants to do for you until you learn this lesson until you yield yourself and ask god what it is Mm -hmm. so there's always a reason why god waits Mm -hmm. and that may be what's happening i think that's what you're saying
1: Mm -hmm. that's good i don't know where the scripture is you you guys will know but it says um his thoughts are not our thoughts Mm -hmm. Tell me what the, I, I can't even Isaiah. S- so I say Yes, it. like his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His <laughs> ways are higher than <laughs> our ways. I mean, can we just be honest about, I don't really, I do get super frustrated that I feel like God is not, like he's overlooked me. He's mm-hmm. He forgot. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we discussed this and you forgot. <laughs> so, you know, and when he's not working fast enough or he's not working on my timeline, um, I can get very frustrated, but I don't want to follow a God that I can figure out. Mm-mm. Because I know my limitations, I know I'm not that smart, and if I can figure God out, we're really all, we're really all in a mess. Sure, you know, yeah. but it's and so we talk about God's timing, and we talk about how we we want Him to work faster. We want Him to do something. Maybe we want Him to quote straighten out our kids faster, or we want Him to bring us a husband faster, or we want Him to solve this problem or this problem, and then we try to take things in our own hands, you know, and. Manipulate it until it works in our favor, and I I heard somewhere a long time ago somebody said it's hard to wait on God, but it's worse to wish that you had.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and you know, you think about moms that might be listening, and and you're thinking, you know, I can't control God's timing in His ways. I don't have a husband, you know, or whatever. I'm just thinking about that because I know that's a common thought for single mothers. I was a single mother, you know. I remember thinking, hey, I'm not really too keen on this. Mm -hmm. single life you know I didn't always love that but somebody said to me it's hard to wait on God but it's worse to wish you had so when you think about how he's not coming through it's it's just
0: just the same thing as it hurts to let go but it hurts more to hang on oh that's good too yeah. yeah yeah so talk to us a little bit about letting go in that way
2: yeah I just you know I have had to get to the end of my rope and when we get to the end of ourselves that's when we get to God yeah and so God took me on this journey, um, and I'm still learning. I'm, a still, I'm still a work in progress, everyone. And we all are until we go home to be with the Lord. But, you know, God has really grown me in the fact of it's okay that right now it might not be okay, and it's okay mm-hmm. to just trust me, and you have to really let go so that you can get everything that I have for you. It's good. It I really nice.
0: like that. You know, it's kind of like— to heal your wound you have to quit touching it. You just have to say I'm just not going to go there. I'm mm-hmm. going to yield it to God and trust in what he's doing and move forward and and ask him for what he wants to do out of it. For any of us that have done anything great in our lives, it has always come out of adversity. Anything I have ever done that has been noteworthy or given God glory has come out of has come out of adversity. It's come out of the way I did not want life to turn out. So every single time. And even now in facing a faith trial in my life, I'm having faith with something I don't see yet, but it's, it is molding and changing my focus. It, it just always does. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more in your book about what you would say to moms that are having a hard time letting go maybe of their past.
2: Your past does not define you. And no matter where you've been on your journey, I want you to understand right now that god is the one that defines you and when you understand that there's freedom in that when you understand that you are beautiful and that you are worthy and that god loves you so much that he sent jesus here to die for you even though he knew every sin every obstacle everything that you would do he did that for you because you are worthy and you are enough and he loves you and i think right now Women that are listening, I want you to understand that God has a plan for your life. You might not understand it right now. You might not understand why you're having to go through what you're going through. But I promise you that there's going to be beauty coming from the pain.
1: Mm-hmm. Your past is just part of your story. Yeah. It's not your story. Sure. just part of it. Sure. Yeah. I love to say your past
0: is a barometer. It, it can be a barometer of how far you have come. So it's necessary. It's part of It's, you know, failure always moves us forward. It's a necessary part for you to see how far you have come. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing. So uh, our past can be used by God. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a testimony. Absolutely. So so that's beautiful as well. Talk to us a little bit about, um, we've talked about we can't control our past. We can't control others. Or did we talk about I can't control others? I'm not sure we talked about that yet. Okay, talk to the woman out there who... um,
1: How do we let go? How do we let go
0: of those others that we can't control? How do we not let them
2: control us. I think we have to get to a point where I think that's the people pleaser. I think if you're a people pleaser person, I, I've struggled with that in my life. You want so much to control what others think of you or what others are doing, or if they have this wrong idea of you, you want to try to correct it. But you have to allow God to vindicate you, and you can't control someone's choices. You just can't. And yeah. that's so frustrating, especially when you see them going towards something that they shouldn't or – um, you know, you know the outcome because you've been there. And so I would just encourage you just to trust in the Lord and um I drew a blank. You're good. You're good.
1: Let me let me jump in on that for just a second. Okay. When we talk about how do we let go of of that? It's it's sort of managing our expectations. Mm-hmm. If I have super unrealistic high expectations for my teenage children. I have, I mean, I have learned to kind of, they're not adults. They aren't going to behave like an adult. They're going to behave like children because hello, they're children. Mm -hmm. And so anytime we have ridiculous, um, unrealistic expectations of people, we're going to be disappointed. How can we let go of that is just the only high expectations we can have is in Jesus. And he never disappoints. And God is always faithful. And he knows what's best. He's got our back. Nothing is a surprise to him. Like that is the only reasonable place in my life for high, high expectations.
0: That's right. Well, expectations too. If, when we expect uh, someone to act or behave in the way we want to, and they don't, Uh, we put ourselves in a very vulnerable place Mm because it's the root of bitterness. It begins the root of resentment, a root of prayerlessness, a root of lack of trust in God. Mm -hmm. It, It is a root. So, you know, if you're going to, if you're moms, if you're getting ready to, Go somewhere and you're expecting somebody to treat you a certain way. Just don't expect it. Say, God, you and I are going in this thing together. I just expect you to be with me. I expect you to talk to me. I expect you to walk me through this. And have no expectations of other people. And then when they don't do what you want them to do, You've given yourself the greatest gift ever because you've allowed yourself to have yeah. felt the presence of Christ as you walk through that. So I just love that what you've mentioned, Kim, about expectations can set us up for so many evils.
1: You can let go of expectations, but you kinda have to hold on to something else. Sure. You know, so like you let go of, of the of your expectations of man and you you hold on to the trust that you have, you know, in God's sovereignty and his faithfulness. And sure. I'm not saying think negatively, like, oh, I know this person's going to hurt me. You just think this person's human, just like me. There's a possibility I could get hurt here. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, and you just manage your expectations. Sure. You know, I want to ask you, Carrie, uh, we've talked about what you can't control. We can't control
0: others. You can't control your past. I know we know we can't control our kids' choices all the time. We do our best to train them well so that we don't look back and have regret. But um, what can we control? We can't control that. What can we control? I know we can control some things. Yeah, Give us an idea about that.
2: Absolutely. We can control our perspective, our thoughts. We can take those captive. We can control our relationship with the Lord. You get to choose how close or how far away you are from God. He never moves. He's constant. So you get to choose how far or how close you are. And then, you know, you have the choice to live the life that you want to live. If you're going to live a life of brokenness, you're probably going to hang out with or be surrounded by people that are broken all the time. If you want to live a life that is successful, you're going to surround yourself with people that are successful. Uh, you, you get to choose. You have that control. So you can control what you do in your life. And all of us are here for such a short time. You know, the Bible describes it as a vapor in the wind, mm-hmm. that we have a choice how we spend our time when we're here. Um, you know, how will people remember you? What legacy are you leaving? Right, and, and that's what I wake up every morning. I'm like, God, what kind of legacy am I going to leave today for my children? Am I going to let them down? Probably at some point, not meaning to, but right. How do I get back on target?
0: I just want that's great. I just want to say, at the root of all dysfunction, of all discouragement, of all depression, of all lack of hope, and at the root of that is it comes from Psalms 23 as a man thinketh in his heart so he is so Mm -hmm. we are some of our thoughts Mm -hmm. so um, what are you thinking about stop thinking about what you're thinking about and stop to examine instead of the other person what am I thinking at this point single moms say, I'm not enough. Yes, you are. I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. I'm not valuable. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. I'm not loved, loved. Yes, you are. I can't do this. Yes, you can. It's just a matter of harnessing those negative thoughts because as you yield towards them, you bend toward them, you become weaker and weaker and weaker. So I just say you can control your thoughts. and mm-hmm. But first, that's you have good. to recognize when you're having a bad one. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that to practice
1: as well, just the practice of your thoughts. That's it's good. They're who you are. Yeah. It's true. I mean, th- it's really choice. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that we can't control, we know the things that we can't control because those are the things that we've been trying to control forever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is a choice to say, I can't do this. I can't control this. And um, and I wouldn't use the word easy, but it becomes manageable to step away. Sure. When you know somebody's at the wheel that can control it, that mm-hmm. created everything with his words you know, like he can control it. I sure. I can't, so I'm just going to step back. Isaiah, two, uh, Isaiah 26, three and four says, you keep him or her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord is an everlasting rock. I love that. I love that. And Colossians says, set your mind
0: on things above. But I'm kind of reminded now of my dad was a gardener. He was big at gardening. He went outside and he would every day he would go look for weeds. He mm-hmm. would look for a sour little tomato. He would just sit there and just pluck that garden. Uh uh-huh. You know, and it's kind of like our minds just to go and pluck our mind a minute. Where is there a weed there? Is there a rotten thought? Is there something that's making me feel useless? So. Our mind is a garden that God wants to plant mm-hmm. good things and honorable things, whatever is honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report. Think short On list. these things, the short list, Philippians 4 8, to be able to cultivate those things in our mind. Absolutely. So, those are some things we can control. Mm-hmm. So, okay. what are other, other things? You mentioned perspective. So, what's a good perspective for moms to have when
2: uh, things look really bad? I would say. To not be so hard on yourself. I think I love that. I think we are so hard on ourselves when we set these unrealistic expectations on ourselves. And if we just simply say, you know what, I might not get, you know, all my checklists done today, or I might not have met this goal today, but you know what? I'm gonna try again tomorrow and I'm just gonna keep on going and and we have to just kind of be gentle with ourselves. We're just so critical. And I think if we look in the mirror, if you all think about this for a second. I think a lot of us look in the mirror every day and we say these things to ourselves that if anyone else were to say those to us we'd probably, you know, get really mad or get really Or stop hurt. being their friend. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. I want to say karate chop them in the jugular, sure. but you know, <laughs> well, I mean, let me just <laughs> let me just picture that for a minute. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, we we've got to talk to ourselves better and I think it's really important and I've started doing this with my children. Every morning we do these affirmations, you know, that God is in me and that you know, I will be confident in him that no matter what comes our way today, that it's going to be okay. It's going to work out for our good because God is with us. And just doing those daily affirmations really kind of gets our perspective shifted too, because it's the truth. So it's good. That's good. I love that
1: as well. What so, about letting go in terms of letting go of things we can't control? Talk about, talk about death. That's one of the things that you mentioned in there. Talk about how do we let go of that? I mean, I'm kind of at the age where I'm watching m- m- my grandparents for the mm-hmm. most. I mean, I've got one left, but, you know, grandparents are are not living mm-hmm. anymore. And I'm watching my parents' friends or my mm-hmm. friends' parents start to age. And there's that feeling that you want to control something. Mm-hmm. And so maybe some people that are listening are feeling like they're holding on to something, you know, that that is dying. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not physical death, but yeah. talk about how can we let go of that?
2: I think ultimately you have to just press into the Lord because whether it's a death of a loved one or a death of a dream or a death of this or that, you ultimately have to press into God because you can't control that. You can't control when a loved one gets cancer. You can't control when, you know, your marriage just, even if you wanted it to be held together that Mm -hmm. the other one chooses to leave like you can't control that and so you just have to press into god like there yeah that sounds so churchy and some people may not understand what that means but what it means is is that you you just have to rely on his strength and you have Mm -hmm. to get to the end of you
1: Yeah, because here's the thing like when the lord becomes the fountain of everything in your Mm -hmm. life when he becomes your provider your Your husband, your keeper, you know, when he becomes everything, Mm -hmm. you're never going to be lost or disappointed by what does or doesn't happen on your journey. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is almost, you can make the decision to to let go, but as you get to know him more intimately, Mm -hmm. letting go just happens because you think, man, I don't even want to try to control this, because clearly you, your thoughts are higher than my thoughts, and your ways are higher than my ways, and you you want what's best for me. So here you take, what? who sings Jesus Take the Wheel? I don't even know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, <laughs> That's when you're like, no, here you do it. You do it. I don't even want to be in control. Mm-hmm. So we can do all these conscious steps, but it all comes down to exactly what you're saying, is to is to press into him and know him and know his character. Mm -hmm. And then letting go is not scary. Letting go is the only reasonable response Mm -hmm. to a holy God. That's it. Yes. I'm telling you, letting go will give you such freedom.
0: It will just give you freedom of heart, freedom of mind, freedom of counsel, freedom in being a good parent. Mm -hmm. You are crippling yourself if you are hung up and letting go or being in control because control is just an illusion. You cannot yes. control oh, that's, that's it. So true. since it's an illusion, look at the truth. Look at the truth and let go. Yeah. Just let go. But you're not letting go, you're letting go into the hands of God. It's not just letting go to You're just stepping you're aside just a little stepping bit. Stepping aside a minute. So yeah. I love that as well. I love that. So that's these good. are all been great today. I just want to address some of those of you that might be you mentioned about death, um Fearful of physical death, um, I can address this because I'm older than everybody in here. <laughs> that I just want to say from my perspective that that you get to a place on your journey where you start to see the beautiful, amazing flower of life. All the disappointments and the divorces and all the horrible stuff that's happened, how God has worked it together for good, it becomes a beautiful picture to you in the end as you see the beauty of God and how he worked it all together. Many of you are in that journey. God is weaving it together for good. God is taking you to a place to someday say, uh, this was a beautiful part of making me more like Christ. And as as you move towards that in age more and more, you look back and you start saying, man, I want to leave a legacy to my mm-hmm. kids. Moms, you're in a place now you can begin thinking about leaving a legacy to your children now. And the best way to leave them a legacy is to press into Christ. Let him show you how to work through these uh, situations you're in. Let him show you how to guide them into all truth. And you will be leaving them a legacy even now as you think. So I love that. That's
1: good. Thank you for sharing that, Pam. Carrie, you have any last thoughts
2: that you want to share before we wrap it up? Yeah, I would love to uh, just remind everyone if you are looking for a good read or um, even just a book to get with your girlfriends and go get some coffee and kind of have a mini Bible study. I have books that are out. I have God Uses the Unusable, Foundation Strong, Enjoy the Journey. Letting Go of What I Can't Control, and my newest release is Unfamiliar Heroes, and it's about a fictional um, character that uh, has autism. But they're all available at Ruth's Christian Bookstore, Full Circle Bookstore, or Amazon. And you can also um, tune into my podcast at Carrie Aller and Friends Coffee Chat. Love Would to... you say that Yes, again. and spell your name for everybody. Yes, uh, Carrie Aller and Friends Coffee Chat, and it's C-A-R-R-I-O-L-L-E-R.
1: Very good. All right. Thank you. Yes. And on Facebook, she is Carrie Aller. And on Instagram, she's the real Carrie Aller. I'm going to change mine to the real Kim Heine. The real. (laughs) People be like, trust us, there's enough of you. One is enough of you. All right. Well, we do thank you for listening today. And as always, we would ask that you would leave us a comment or Leave us a review. We'd love to get feedback from our listeners. It helps us know what you want to hear about. Pam and I are willing to talk about anything and everything, and um, we'll find some people that know about it. If we don't, we'll do that. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. You can leave us a comment, send it to info at AriseMinistries.net. If you've not visited our website, it's AriseMinistries.net. There you can find Lots of resources, videos, and podcasts over a variety of topics. A lot of those are very specific to single mothers, real short videos. You can access our podcast there. We would love for you to visit us. You can find out more about Carrie on her website, CarrieAller.com, And the book, Letting Go of What I Can't Control, as she mentioned, will be linked in the podcast show notes, or you can search for it on Amazon. And before we go, I just want to mention this topic reminds me of one of our online Bible studies that Pam Keneally did, and I think this goes right along with it. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you've enjoyed this topic, go to our website, to our online Bible studies. They're free. And access the I Can't Fix It online Bible study. Pam talks about I can't fix my kids, I can't fix others, I can't fix the past, and I can't fix the present. It's one of my favorite series. You can watch those short videos You can download study notes, and it'll just be a little extension of this podcast. So I can't fix it on the Arise Ministries website. So moms, let me encourage you to take these thoughts to heart this week and keep them in the front of your minds because there's so many things that we can't control. But thankfully, as we've discussed, we know the one who controls all things. Pam and Carrie, thank you for being here. It was lovely to chat with you ladies. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.